This is an oral history of the Lord's move at Gonzaga University in the late 1970s. It's a story of what can happen when a group of young men are captured by the enjoyment of their human spirit and the truth of the ground of the church. The following is a testimony from Jim Guest, a high school friend of Peter's, who got back in touch after their first year of college. Jim would meet the brothers, call on the Lord, and enter into the church life in Spokane, Washington, where he has faithfully stood for the Lord's testimony ever since. Well, first of all, I, I think I'm going to need some therapy for my cheeks because they're just they're just so sore from smiling so much. I just enjoyed all the, sh all the sharing and Peter, Peter and Scott. Well, so, so anyway, my, my background is, is very similar to Bob's and Peter's. I was raised in a Catholic home and, and all of our neighbors were, were Catholic people, pretty much big families, lots of Italian, Irish names, yeah, that's right. just, just how we were raised. And so I went to high school, I met Peter and, and we were friends during high school. And when we graduated, we went our separate ways. Peter went to Gonzaga. And I was uh, also a basketball player, but kind of amateur status compared to the brothers at Gonzaga. I, I went to a community college hmm. in Western Washington. Hmm. And I was there for one season. And after one season of being there, being a six foot three post man was just, it wasn't going to cut it. So. I ended up uh, moving home, and when I got home, I was pretty, I was kind of aimless. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know if I still wanted to go to college, although I figured I probably would. Anyway, what ended up happening is I, I worked for a while, and during that time when I was working, I was given a book by my mother, and it was just, a, it was a secular book. And in that book, the, the only thing I remember out of that book was there was a Bible verse in there, and it was Romans chapter 8, verse 31. Wow. And the second half of that just has a simple phrase, if God is for us, who can be against us? Hmm. And I read that, and I was not saved, but... I remember that stuck with me. If God is for us, who can be against us? You know, sometimes we feel like the whole world is against us. We've got financial issues, we got family, we got, there's so much come at us. Yeah. As a young person, it's just very complex. And, and so anyway, one night in October, I thought, you know, I'm, I don't have really anything to do tonight, so what I'll do, is I'll call up Peter and I'll go down and visit Peter down at Gonzaga, down in his dorm room. I knew that Peter was involved in, in some kind of, I didn't know what it was, religious Christian thing. And so I went, I went down, I visited Peter and we were talking and, and because I knew he was involved in this, I thought I'd just tell him, Hey, I've been reading this. I've been reading this book and it had this verse in it. I thought we could connect on that or something. I don't know what I was thinking. So anyway, as soon as I got done saying that, Peter got this look on his face like what I just said to him was really, really important. And 
so if if you know Peter at all, you'll get my next expression here. So so anyway, Peter has this look on his face. He gets up out of his chair really slow, and he puts his hands out like this, and he and he says he says, Jim, don't move, don't move. He said it twice. And I'm in my chair in his dorm room, and I said, okay, I'll, I'll just stay here. So he walks down, he walks down to the other end of the dorm, and moments later, Peter and I think it was three other young college guys, it was probably Kurt and Ron and some others, they walk into the room together, and I, I recognize them. I especially recognize Scott because he was a starting point guard and I'd watched him play and I, I always wanted to meet Scott. So there he was. And so I, I met Scott. And after a little small talk, Scott was very wise. He took the Bible out and he turned to Romans chapter 10, verse 9, which is an excellent, excellent verse to speak the gospel to someone. And, and he had me read it. And what it says is, if you, if you with your mouth declare Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I read that and Scott asked me, said, he said, do you believe that God raised Jesus from the dead? And because of my background, I believe that. So I said, yes, I, I believe that. And then the next thing he, he said to me is he says, well, have you ever with your mouth called Jesus as Lord? And I thought, I said, you know, I've never really done that. I, I think I've prayed or whatever. So anyway, what ended up happening after that is these brothers, Scott, Peter, and the others who were there, these on fire, but very unrefined brothers, all of a sudden, without regard of who was listening to him, started calling on the Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> they could hear us down the hall. They could hear us across the street. They could probably hear us. I don't know. They just, they were really loud. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking, you know, looking around. <laughs> what, what's going on here, you know? But anyway, within, I just, I just, I just started joining them. I just said, oh, Lord Jesus, oh, Lord Jesus. And the more, the more we called, the more I called. When we got done calling, I tell you what, my life was changed from that moment forward. Yeah. It's never been the same. Never, I've never looked back. I never regret a day I've spent as a brother in the church in Spokane with my wife, Jill, and my, my family. Mm -hmm. And anyway, from that day forward, I just entered into the realm of the church life. And what I didn't know till later is that the reason Peter had that look on his face and, he, and I, what I was saying to him was so important is I did not know that he had been praying for me for I don't know how long before this all happened. So the very fact that he had prayed for me and that I got in contact with this secular book that had one half of a Bible verse in it that I remembered and that I spoke to Peter. He didn't have to do anything. I just read the verse and the brothers came in, called on the Lord and poof, I'm saved. 
So anyway, that's, that's my experience. And to this day, I thank the Lord and I thank brother Scott and brother Peter and Kurt and other ones who shepherded me into the church life. So even though I never attended Gonzaga university, that's my connection with these brothers. Praise the Lord. Next time on stories. Um, trying all these things and really nothing is nothing's hitting the mark with me wow. you know and eventually I, I realized that probably I will never find anything wow. I'll never find anything I've just got to find what's best what's closest hmm. and and so when I graduated from university I talked to the priest that lived in the dorm that I was responsible for and I talked to him and I asked him, what do I need to do to become a priest? Wow. And so he gave me an application to fill out. And so I've got the application and I started to fill out this application that after university, I was gonna go and become a priest. And, and during that summer, I was living with my two flesh brothers. And I remember, I distinctly remember one night praying to the Lord. I said, Lord, I don't know what to do with my life. You take my life and do something with it. 